Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky And all the flowers are... Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Welcome to the podcast, Love the Graps. My name's Chris, I am here with Alan. Hello. That's Alan. And welcome to the podcast that we do about wrestling. Yeah. Like, we do it. When we go to wrestling, afterwards, we talk about wrestling. Nobody's ever thought of it before. That's what we've done. Yeah. We went to wrestling. Yeah. Now we're talking about it. Yeah. Um, I think some people might have thought that this podcast might not have happened after the last one. The last (laughs) one ended a bit weird. So, yeah. I hope you enjoyed it. The whole last weekend ended a bit weird. It did a bit, Didn't it? I mean, and that was, like, way after the podcast. Yeah. It got worse from there, if yeah. anything. Yeah. Our relationship was is it's strained. It is, yeah. We yeah. hate each other now. Yeah. Just, we're not friends anymore. No. Um, we're, we're just doing this uh, as out of professional courtesy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if you saw us tonight at the show, mm. laughing and joking, that's, that's just an act. Well, it's just, you know, got to keep up appearances. We have. For the fans. Yeah. As much as anything. Yep. Um. So I think we're pretty good at that. Frankly, it's just you've got a bit too old for me. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, in in uh, five minutes, I get even older. Yeah. So Although I wasn't actually born until like quarter quarter three in the doesn't, afternoon. Doesn't matter. So, doesn't matter. No. First day is day one. I guess. Regardless yeah. of what time you're brought into the world. Yeah. Day one starts. Yeah. I So uh, it is my birthday in in five minutes uh, mm-hmm. and i'm 87 87 yeah. years old i mean i'll give him credit he looks good for 87 yeah. i mean if he'd have said 47 i'd have been like jesus yeah tough paper round but 87 <laughs> easy easyish paper round yeah he's had an easiest pa- easy did you ever paper have a paper round, round? I, did. I did i had a paper round for a week and i got fired really i got fired because i was sick i was off i was sick so i couldn't go and do it and frank i mean Obviously, I'd only been doing it for a week, so they were just like, "He does it. He's too oh. lazy." I was sick; I couldn't do it. Yeah, and they were like, "Don't come back." <laughs> I had I had a paper round for a winter, yeah, which is the worst time to have a paper round, yeah, um, because you don't get the the light, warm mornings. You get the horrible dark, cold, wet mornings. Yeah, um, and the only thing I remember about my paper round really is one, not getting any tips, uh, and two. Um, T- the Today newspaper uh, started while I was doing my paper round. And it was really exciting that it was a new national newspaper that lasted about a year. Yeah. There was a lad at my school who, who did the afternoon paper round. All right. That's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but he only did it like between school and his house. There was a, like, there was a news agent like, directly across from my school, right. my secondary school. And then his house was like maybe a... 10 minute walk away <laughs> so he just picked up the papers from there and just delivered them on the way home that's not really work is it but he, i mean he got a couple of quid for it yeah you know it's enough to buy some ice poles yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> nourishes that was his name that was the ice, name. ice poles yeah. russians that's what we call them awful <laughs> awful 
Um, so it is. Uh, it's just well, it's three minutes to midnight. Yeah, um, my favourite Iron Maiden song. Yeah, and uh, we have just got back from Wolverhampton. Yep, not the latest we've ever got back from Wolverhampton. No, slightly later than we'd have liked. Well, maybe we'll talk about that. Um, uh, but we've been to Fight Club Pro, Pro mm-hmm. Fight Club Professional. Yes. Is the pro short for professional? Yes, it is. Yeah, no, it's not short for like pro- project or. I, b- I presume pr- prosthesis. Yeah, Fight Club Professional. Okay, um, the Fight Club Professional Wrestling League. Yeah, uh, at the Hangar Warehouse, one of the many warehouses in the warehouse in the Banqueting Suite district of Wolverhampton. <laughs> does anybody actually? I mean, we've got a couple of we've got some listeners from the area. Yeah. Um, does anybody know why there are so many banqueting suites in Wolverhampton? Because I don't think I've ever seen a banqueting suite anywhere else in the country. I mean, what is a banqueting suite, really? Because I mean, obviously we we haven't been in the Royal which is the one opposite the hangar. No, no. We've been in... Uh, there was the... a big uh, wedding coming out yeah. of there earlier, though, wasn't yeah. there? Massive wedding yeah. there. Um, I did notice that the Royal has got, like, an executive lounge. Right, that sounds nice. So not nice. only the Royal Banqueting Suite, it's got an executive lounge. Ooh, la, 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 yeah. la, la, la. That wasn't being used for the wedding. You don't know that. Well, no. But, yeah, the Diamond just seems to be like a big room. Yeah. Like an ex-cinema, but it looked like. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. And there's Somebody. another one. There's another one near the fi- um, near the Starworks, isn't there? Yeah. Um, like next to Jack's. Yeah. There's a banqueting suite there's there. There's banqueting suites, mate. Just banqueting suites on top of banqueting suites. Yeah. Somebody tell us about banqueting suites. Yeah. Um, so it was night two of Fight Club Professional Wrestling League's uh, Dream Tag Team Invitational Tournament Weekend. Yeah. Uh, two of three. Yeah. Junior podcaster Joe Atherton. Yeah, uh, came up with the the instead of DTTI, he called it DTT, yeah. which I both hated and liked. It's weird. Just like Joe. Well, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> very like very Joe. much like Joe. Yeah. Um, so DTT night yeah. two, and uh, so it's the third annual Dream Tag Team Invitational. Yeah. Um, where they get a bunch of tag teams, do a little tournament. S- somebody wins the tournament, mm-hmm. they get something. Yeah, it's uh, an annual tradition invented. So they could blow all of our season ticket money on booking <laughs> uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Yeah, um, who weren't in the tournament. No. We, were, no. we reminded ourselves of earlier. Do you remember for for that tiny moment when before the first one we, we thought we might get to see uh, the Pentagon Man, um, his brother, Ray, yeah, uh, and the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, in the fiction? Well, the, the there was the moment where they'd first announced Pentagon yeah, and Ray Phoenix yeah. for the tournament, and it was still in the fiction at that yeah. point. And then they announced Kenny and the Young Bucks, and I was like, "Do you know what? It's not going to happen." No, no, they're not doing that there. Yeah. Before they'd announced it, I was like, "Absolutely no way!" Anybody who thinks that's happening in that room, they've got a screw loose. Yeah, and I was right. I was right, wasn't I? You were. I was right on that one. Yeah. You've got to admit it. I was right. You've got to admit that. Admit that in front of everyone. I admit it. Yeah, I was right about that. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to be right. Yeah. Um, so Dream Tag Team Invitational, they do two nights in Wolverhampton and mm-hmm. they're off to Manchester. They did the same thing last year. Uh, no, last year was, was different. Oh, did they do London last year no, as well? The, year, the first year they did Wolverhampton, Manchester, London. Yeah. Last year they did Wolverhampton, Manchester, Birmingham, NEC. Of course, they did that weird show at the NEC. Yeah. yeah, so it's all over the place, quite frankly. Yeah, um, 
But the the last night is going to be in Manchester. Yep, which is great for all of the loyal Wolverhampton fans that they don't now, even now. get to see the final. Now, now, if you were if you were that loyal, you'd get on that coach. It's like if they did a title change in in Japan, I would have been furious. Would you? Yeah, because yeah. I just I've got a season ticket. That means I should get all of the good stuff. Yeah, and nobody else get anything. No, nothing should happen anywhere else. Well, that was how progress operated for a long time. Yeah, it yeah. Really if it, was, if it yeah. wasn't in the ballroom, it didn't fucking matter. Yeah, and you could say this it probably still is the case, quite frankly. What? I, what's progress? That's, I mean, I, I follow the results occasionally. Okay. Sometimes they do a whole weekend of shows which aren't at the ballroom. Yeah, maybe let's say Bournemouth and, and Birmingham, yeah. um, where the lineups don't even really matter. So, prog on the time, mate. That's coming up. Oh, cool. Yeah, I hope Jimmy Nail does show up. And he does crocodile shoes. Right. Like, this is the biggest export, I mean, for Newcastle. ICW, um, they named a show after Jimmy now, didn't they? And then they got told they couldn't. No, it didn't. Wasn't it Jimmy Corkill? No, Jimmy Corkill turned up at one of those oh, shows. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Weird. Wrestling is weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, should we talk about the Fight Club Pro show? Yeah. Do you want to do Love the Graps? Okay, yeah. Let's, let's start about three things that we liked. Yeah. Um, and then we'll do three things that perhaps weren't quite to our own particular taste. Or things that we may differ. Pondered on. Yeah. Like there are things we've got questions. Yeah. We've got questions about this show. So we'll get to those. But okay. let's talk about the things that we did like. And let's talk first about the elephant in the room that is flippy boys <laughs> doing all the flips. Yeah. Um, Will Ospreay against Ray Phoenix. Two of the best flippy boys in the world. Two of the very best flippy boys. I mean, Will Ospreay, I mean, you you said he's, he, he might be the best in the world. Yeah. I would, I would, at the moment, I would certainly go top five. I, I think, I think he has an appeal which goes beyond, say, an Okada. Yeah. Like, I think I think if somebody wanted to run with him as the very top, tip top, top of the pops, yeah, and try and make him a global star, it's there, it's yeah. there already. I wouldn't let him speak. I don't know. I think like I'm not saying he's a great promo, um, and I would keep him away from social media. Yeah, I mean that that's when I said not let him speak. I wouldn't yeah. let him speak his own words. Yeah, like if but if you you know if you want him to get some say something with heart, mm. like he can do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I I fucking love Will Ospreay. Yeah, I I am very 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 rarely disappointed yeah. by Will. Ospreay. I mean, obviously he is a dummy. Let's put yeah. a big caveat on it. He's an idiot. Yeah. Um. I always remember the moment where um, he did a video promo for Progress where he said he'd failed his GCSEs mm. and Marty Skull pointed it out in a match. It's like, no wonder you failed your GCSEs. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I mean, people do fail their GCSEs, of course, but Will Ospreay is yeah. kind of like a pride in that stupidity. But he is a savant when it comes to being a professional wrestler. Yeah, well, we were talking to um, to Chris Jarman, listener of the show, um, in the interval about big Will fan Ospreay. of ours, really. Yeah, and um, he kind of mentioned the fact that Will Ospreay's uh, 
a, a bit of a knob sometimes. And I was like, yeah, but so's like Cristiano Ronaldo. Now, I hate Cristiano Ronaldo, but I have to admit, he's an absolutely fantastic footballer. Cristiano Ronaldo donated bone marrow for a fan. So Did he? I'll give him the time of day for that. I bet I bet he's got something coming in return, a soul or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we, we had Will Ospreay against Ray Phoenix. Um, and they started off at a billion miles an hour. Yeah. Um, and, and didn't slow down. No. Uh, well, they, they had to slow down a bit because I'm still convinced that both of them kind of got slight paralysis at one point during the match. Yeah, I don't think Osprey hurt himself. I think everybody's fallen for one of the oldest tricks in the book where the wrestler pretends they've hurt right, themselves. Yeah. I mean, I've fallen for that yeah. with Osprey before. I think Ray Phoenix hurt himself. Yeah. Um, um, but there was lots of dropping each other on their heads, yeah. lots of aerial flippery, yeah, um, just lots of greatness. Yeah, it was it was just really, really, really awesome. Go out of your way to watch it. Yeah, um, and like seeing that kind of stuff live is is why we go to Fight Club Pro. Yeah, because they they do hand us that. It, stuff. It's it is why we go there at the moment for sure. Yeah, because. And we'll get on to this. It yeah. is the thing that they offer okay. um, consistently. <laughs> Let's talk about something like the second Love the Graps. It's something that's particularly my Graps. Yeah. Um, and that there was a 10-man scramble. Yes, very much. It was a scramble. Yeah, not a scrambo. Not a scrambo. Yeah, regular listeners will know you only get a scrambo in Wolverton. Yeah, uh, and not only Wolverhampton. In, only in one part of Wolverton. <laughs> That's um, right. Specifically, one part of Wolverton. Yeah. Um, so, ten man scramble, and it's kind of weird because we we were we'd seen who was on the show the night before, and we'd seen a couple of people at the merch desk, and we were kind of joking that it would be the kind of the most star studded scramble ever. Yeah. Um, with and and perhaps I I, I when in saying that I, I part of me thought well. Now, perhaps these people can't all be in a scramble. Well, I thought they might have added another singles match. Yeah. Because you had four matches in the first half and there were only three left which had been announced. Yeah. So I thought maybe they're going to go mad and add another match. So they had the, the Chuck Mambo uh, Invitational. I don't it know. It was just a Chuck Mambo scramble. I yeah, think. He, he got a giant whisk. Yeah. Because um, you make scrambled eggs with yep. a whisk. Ha, ha, ha. way it works. I'd have had... A, a dirt bike. I if I was I would have had um, him have some giant letters because he's an idiot and he right. thinks it's Scrabble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah. yeah, he's just got confused. So yeah, so uh, Chuck Mambo was there, and then you you had loads of other people. Dan Maloney, uh, fresh off a career-defining match on Appar- night one. Apparently, I mean, with I wasn't Will Ospreay. There. I wasn't um, there. Everybody raved about it. Yeah, and then in in the the following night in scramble. Yeah, uh, that's life, isn't it? Yeah, and he won. The, I mean, we'll just get we'll get to yeah zip to the end, but he won. Yeah, which, which means, means he he gets possession of the giant whisk. Yeah, which means so, he's got to be in scrambles now. Yeah, so you know you have a breakout performance in a singles yeah. match against the, the best wrestler in the world yeah. one night, and then next night you found yourself stuck in scrambles from now on. Yeah, it's poison chalice, really, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, but yeah, you had you had people like Large Jeffrey, yeah, um, Jeffrey Cobb, old Jeffrey Corn on the Cob, yeah. <laughs> um, in in the north, yeah. they they call him Jeffrey Bap. Yeah, or or Jeffrey Barmcake, you came up with that. That's one. right. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say in Scotland, Jeffrey Stotty. Yeah, yeah. It's weird, isn't it? 
It is. There's lots of different words for yeah. types of bread. Um, you uh, had Ray Horace. Yes, you had Sammy Callahan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and you had... El Fantasmo. Yeah, Connor Mills Yeah, was in there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like Connor Mills. Yeah. He, he was kind of punching above his weight. In, in this scramble. He was doing all right. I mean, he did he was great. was very shiny, But, I mean, he? in terms of re- reputation. Yeah. Um, um, Chief fr- Deputy Dunn. Yeah. Which was, like, I I love Damien Dunn. I love Chief Deputy, Chief Deputy Dunn. Yeah. Um, the pop he got when he yeah. came out. What's going on there? Yeah, I don't understand it. I it's don't the, understand it. It's weird. It is really People weird. have seemed to have... For, like, it... <sighs> Brit Res is weird, isn't it? Because like the the it, it's kind of like the characters that are baddies. Eventually, you just they've just just forgotten that they were bad. Yeah. Like, and they're still the same, but everybody's familiar and they like seeing them. And now they're not bad anymore. So they're not like the anti-fun police. Yeah. A lot of places are not bad. No. They're just the yeah. same. But they get jeered because it's it's stupid. It is weird like that because I also was thinking as well, like earlier in the night you had um, Chris Brooks against Halla Wicked. And Halla Wicked was introduced as the Sword of Nazmaldoon. Yeah. (laughs) He's he's basically satanic, evil incarnate. Satanic pumpkin man. And people were like, yay. Well, back to the scramble, we had Frightmare. Frightmare was in there. It was like mini Halla Wicked. Yeah. It's like Hello Wicked shrunk in the wash. Yeah. Um, who else did we have? Is that everyone? I mean, pretty much. It's got to have been. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of fun. Um, a lot of fun moments with Large Jeffrey. Yeah, he did lots of... Uh, oh, Eater as Eater, well. Eater, yeah. that was it. Because yeah. he did a fun thing where he tried to suplex old Jeff. Yeah. Jeffrey and then ended up doing it with, to a lot of um, applause. Yeah, hurt his back, didn't he? Yeah. Um, Jeff Cobb's fat. There was a fun moment where El Fantasmo did walked around the top of the ropes. Yeah. Um, and then picked up Damien Dunn along the way. Yeah. And kept walking. Yeah. And then just launched himself and Damien to the outside. Yeah. There was a fun moment as well where, where Jeff Cobb just threw Ray Horus outside. Yeah. It was, there was a lot of throwing. Yeah, it was, it was one of those scramble matches where... It makes no sense what's yeah. going on. Um, if you were being really like critical, it was all like two people in the ring at a time. Yeah. But I, which I like it, which that. which is fine, except when you've got eight people <laughs> lying around outside the ring. If it was if we were ringside for this one, it might have been more like, oh, have it, I'm a little lie down. Oh, we we can see you all. I can see you still, you know. Just because you're lying on the floor doesn't mean everyone can't see you. Well, yeah. Um, But we were standing, a rare standing show. Yeah. And funnily enough, um, you know, spoiler, we we plan some of what we're going to talk about on the podcast. (laughs) Um, But we didn't put having to stand up in our Not My Graps. No. Uh, I mean, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. I mean, I'm a bit achy. Yeah. And obviously, we did faff around quite a lot before the show. Well, well which, we'll uh, get onto yeah. that later. I mean, will we? Yeah. Okay, we can. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on to a third Love the Graps. Yeah. And this is a kind of vicarious Love yeah. the Graps. In that there was a small boy. Um, uh, at first, I could only hear 
um, them uh, first. I wasn't sure if it was a small boy or a slightly older girl. Mm. Um, but it did turn out to be a, a, a small boy. 11, 12? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, who fucking loved everything. Yeah. And uh, this was never more illustrated than the fact that uh, he tried to go back. Uh, some some friends... Of, I don't know. There, were, there, there was some, there was some, some connection there uh, where someone had uh, brought Jake Crist along, yeah. one of the Crist brothers, um, and arranged a, a photo op for this small boy with Jake Crist. Yeah. And uh, this small boy just kept going back for more. Yeah, he loved it. He couldn't get enough of Jake Crist. Um, but he loved LAX. Uh, he even knew the hand signal. Uh, big fan of uh, Jake and Dave Crist. Yeah. Ohio versus everyone. Yeah. Chanting everyone uh, at one point, which I quite liked. Yeah. Uh, loved Sammy Callahan. Uh, just loved the whole show. Lost his shit when Osprey's music came yeah, on. Yeah, he did, yeah. Um, so, obviously, you know, a big fan. And it was just really nice to see. I Sometimes when I see that, it's like, I wish I was going to wrestling shows when I was little. Yeah. Like, I watched a lot of wrestling on TV. Yeah, I wish I was a kid now who was getting to go to these shows. It'd be incredible. Yeah. You see, when, when I was his age, um, it was the war. Um, yeah. No, when yeah. I was his age, um, wrestling kind of meant big daddy. Mm. It was uh, men in uh, big men in big pants, um, and unless you were Jim Smallman, who mm. loved uh, Johnny Saint, yeah, his favorite uh, wrestler, yeah, it was his favorite wrestler. Um, then wrestling meant big daddy and giant haystacks and maybe Kendo Nagasaki, mm. um, and it was shit. It was fucking awful. I like Mick McManus. Well, I mean, it it was he was waning by that point. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was awful. So I was never going to get into Les wrestling when Kellett. I was that age. Yeah, again, terrible, terrible. Les Kellett. Yeah. Okay. He's a clown, mate. Yeah. Bloody clown. I always love the stories about Les Kellett being the most miserable man yeah. in wrestling. Chicken farmer. Yeah. That's what he was. He just really hated hated everyone. Bit he like was you. nasty. Yeah, he was you years before yeah, you. Yeah, he was, yeah. 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 But um, when I was that kid's age, I'd just gotten into heavy metal. Mm. And I remember I'd, I'd go to gigs, usually at Birmingham NEC, uh, and I'd come out, and every gig I went to, I'd come out thinking, I'll never see anything as good as that. And that I bet that that's how that kid's feeling tonight. Yeah, it buzzing. Yeah. Down the Gifford. Yeah. <laughs> He's knocking yeah. some dark fruits about down <laughs> yeah. the Gifford. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so good good on him. Yeah. And um, there was a, a slightly older girl with him who I noticed danced to every single theme song. Yeah. Which I quite liked as well. It was like, she was she was out to just have fun. It's like, he's who, loving the show. I can't believe it. can't she, believe there are people out there I just know. looking to have fun. Well... Let's it's transition. I, I bet you they're not. I bet you they haven't gone home to do a podcast, have they? Do you know what? If they've got a podcast, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, I haven't gone home to do a podcast where they force themselves to be negative about a wrestling <laughs> show. Well, it's not much of a force for you, is it? No, it's not. No. no, come on. Let's get on and let's talk about some slightly negative. Things. Okay, then what? What? Not my graps, then. Okay, I've got three of these. Yeah. So, as we said earlier. It is the Dream Tag Team Invitational. Yep. 
DT. Tag team tournament. It's a tag team tournament. Eight teams. Eight of the best tag teams possible. Yeah. Um, I mean, bearing in mind, WWE UK were taping tonight. So yeah. A few missing from there. Um, no Travis Banks tonight. Maybe a blessing. <laughs> yeah, he, might, he would have um, fared well in that 10-man scramble, yeah. wouldn't he? Um, so it is all about the tag teams. Now, last night, uh, night one, that's yep. how these things work. Uh, the main event was a tag team match. Yeah. It was the Lucha Brothers yep. against R.E.D. Yeah. And that spells red, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the, yeah. The, when Amazing they came out, red. it was all red. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, like the red arrow. Yeah. Um, so that was like their big main event. Yeah. It's probably the big match of that tournament, really. Yeah. In terms of the big imports. Yeah. And then the other match on night one uh, in the tag team was uh, Schadenfreude. Yep. Against the Legion of Rot. Mm-hmm. Again, I mean, you know, Chikara is not what it was. But Legion of Rock still pretty big name, and Schadenfreude, I guess, yeah, home team. It's much a unique name, yeah, than anything. Um, and tonight we got the the, the two first round matches um, were uh, the besties in the world, who are the Fight Club Pro Tag Team Champions, mm-hmm. against Ohio versus everyone. Uh, um, yeah, Irish Airborne. Yeah, which is a match we've watched a lot in AAW, um, both AAW teams. Yeah, um, and then you also got. Uh, Johnny Storm and Jody Fleisch uh, against LAX. Yeah. Um, and it very much felt, at least tonight, I don't know how people felt about it last night, that the 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 tag team bit was something they just got over and done with. Yeah, well, I mean, those on a seven-match card, those matches were the first match and third match. Yeah, and they were the good card. matches. Yeah. Let, let, let's just say that. Yeah. Um, I really, really enjoyed the matches. Um but they they were just something that happened rather than the focus of the night. Yeah. And they made the first match a title match. Yeah. Which added nothing to the match. No. Um in the end. So unless the besties in the world are gonna defend in each round. Yeah. Um what's I don't see what the point of doing that was. No. Um and then it wasn't there was it was a nice moment. Um, for Johnny Storm and Jody Fleisch yeah. to sort of get um, get to sort of step in front of that audience, yeah, and they can um, still go, yeah. And I particularly liked in that that um, LAX seemed to recognise who Johnny yeah. Storm and Jody Fleisch were, and, that, and not necessarily who they were. I mean, I'd hope they recognised who they were, I mean, yeah, um, but their their importance, and maybe they might have even been kind of fans of theirs. Back in the day, there, there were certainly some bits that they did in the match, which yeah. LAX were trying to do a more British style, yeah. which I really liked. But it, yeah, it, it did seem as though... I, I think it's like, what is this tournament? Yeah. Like, it, it feels like it's just an excuse for Fight Club to do three shows a weekend. Mm. Like, and we'll, maybe we'll get onto this in a bit, but for better or worse... Um, Fight Club is kind of just dream matches, isn't it? Now? Yeah. Like, they love doing big singles matches. Yeah. Um, so, the idea of them doing this tag team tournament is like, oh, cool, well, we'll get to see a lot of fun tag team wrestling. But the way it's sort of structured, that you've got two matches on one night, two matches on the second night, and then three tag matches on the last mm. night. It's like, 
you might as well be doing that over like three months for all of like the yeah. real focus you're putting on the tag team tournament you're promoting. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice for it to be a weekend of tag team stuff for there to be, it mostly be tag teams. Yeah. Um, you know, and you could have six man tags and eight man tags and, you know, that scramble could have been a 10 man tag. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So it's, it is about tag teams. So it marks out this weekend as um, it's not just those seven matches across three days which make up the tournament and a load of other stuff. Um, it is this is our tag team weekend. Yeah, it's weird because like you see other tournament weekends where the tournament is the focus. Mm. The tournament is what's driving the weekend. Yeah. Um, and tonight, like the main event was the Fight Club Pro Championship mm-hmm. match. And I'm okay with that. Like, I'm okay with them doing that. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the main event last night. No. Um, but was the main event tonight? Well, l- last night... Um, it I wasn't th- announced in No, advance. it was an impromptu match, yeah. wasn't it? Um, but, it, like, did did it need to be? You could have had one of the tag team matches. Yeah. If you were saying the tag team tournament is the main thrust of this weekend put it in there i'm not too bothered about that but i would have liked it not to have felt like oh we got to the end of the show and i just had to remind myself that we were at the dream tag team invitational yeah Yeah. like i had to remind myself that we had two tag team matches in the first half Mm. weird yeah i also i i feel well while we're on this it's kind of a semi-related point i feel a bit weird about the tag team champions being in the tournament because then what what is the tournament for? Because the first tournament was just... It was the first tournament. Yeah. The second tournament was to crown the champions. Um, and uh, Mustache Mountain won that. Mm-hmm. Um, the third one, I, I would... Uh, when it was first announced, I thought that the winners would then get a shot at the, uh, the tag team titles. But yeah, it's a bit weird. Yeah. As you say, are the besties going to defend it throughout... Um, and if not, then yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Well, because the thing is now, if they lose in the semi-final, um, then unless that team who beat them wins the tournament, that they've probably got two people with viable shots. Yeah, well, I mean, which is which the is a tournament. thing. It's well, that would thing. imply that there was any forward planning or storyline thought for Fight Club Pro. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Right, let's move on to another one. Okay. Okay, um, the main event was title match yep. uh, between Mark Davis, Dunk Zilla, yeah. um, one of the Zingzillas, yeah. uh, against... Team of Swagzilla, yeah. doesn't he, sometimes? Yeah, the, um, against the Pentagon Man. Yeah. Um, pen- he was on, on the screen, he was Pentagon Junior. God knows what he was called. Um, and, and that confused me a bit, because I'd read that he's allowed to use that name in AEW now. Um, but then he was announced by, uh, functional Fraser Thomas as Penta El Cerro Miedo, which was another name that he wasn't allowed to use, um, and has been going by the name. Zero M, is that the one that he's supposed to be? Yeah, he has been going by Penta El Zero M, so it's a bit confusing. Um, so that was the, the main event, um, and yeah. It was fine. Yeah. It was fine. Like... I've seen Pentagon Junior. I've spoken about it on the podcast before. Really phone it in. Mm. Um, 
I think Davis's style probably suits Pentagon more than somebody like Osprey does. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I think Osprey could have a great match with Pentagon if he wanted to. Yeah. Um, but it was Osprey and Pentagon that I saw where it felt really phoned in. Yeah. Um, but I think Pentagon's more of a brawler generally yeah. anyway. I mean, we we had slightly different issues with this main event. Let me just do mine quickly. Go on then. Um, and then we'll talk about yours because I think yours uh, does perhaps bear more than mine. Uh, mine was that it was the main event, but at no point did I believe that Mark Davis was going to lose mm. to the Pentagon Man, especially as the Pentagon Man is still in the tournament. And so tomorrow has got one, at least one match, maybe two matches. Um, and you would think that they were going to have a title match tomorrow as well. Um, and because it w- it was therefore a match of no consequence, um, Mark Davis is always going to win. You're going to get a down ending. Yeah. Uh, but it's a down ending that doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. So it's just a down ending for down ending's sake. Yeah. And so... That, but so I think for me, it, like it wasn't enough of a down ending. Like, yeah. I think like the ending was a bit, sort of a little bit fluffed anyway. Mm-hmm. Like the very finish. Yeah. That's by the by. That's not my issue. No. Um. Sometimes things don't go quite yeah, as smoothly as you like, especially when you're trying to shift the weight of Pentagon Junior up into a funny pile driver movie. He's a deceptively do. bulky fella, isn't he? He's got a very bulky top half, I think. Yeah. Um, but my issue was, if if you want Mark Davis to look like a monster, he needs to be beating people clean as a whistle. Yeah, and, and you can have uh, a back and forth match, but at the end he needs to be dominant. Yeah. But if you want him to look like a bastard who is kind of who's cheating, like mm. if you want to do cheating, do cheating. Yeah. Like it feels like this sort of soft edged woolly version of that mm. where you've got at some point because it, something happened last night, you've got the referee kicking him in the balls. Yeah. Um, which didn't impact the finish. No. Um, and then you've got kind of like a half-hearted, um, he gets, there's a distraction. The referee gets bumped. Yeah, they did a Robert's crutch. Yeah. Um, the belt gets thrown in the ring. Doesn't lead to the finish. Well, he, he hit the Pentagon man with the belt. Yeah. And then covered him and the Pentagon man kicked out. Yeah. So then he hit his usual finisher. Twice. And, and then pinned him. And then pinned him. And it just feels like, I, I don't know. I just I want I want a decisive finish, mm. and I want it one way or the other. Like I don't want this. Like, it, you, why can't he decisively beat Pentagon yeah. Junior of all people? It's like it's like when you know we go back way back where Low Key is fighting Travis Banks, yeah. and it's like why why are we why is Travis Banks losing to Low Key? Mm. I think I need to be, at the end of that match, I need to be either begrudgingly impressed by the heel champion or outrageously incensed by the heel champion. And I'm getting neither. And maybe that's going to bring us on to our last Not My Grapson. Because I feel like part of the problem that Fight Club have got, for me, Hmm. is that there is no sense that they are trying to develop these characters or develop any storyline mm. stuff. 
which actually is only one aspect of what I'm going to put in as this third, okay. not my grabs. And this is going to be quite a sprawling one. Okay. Um, it's actually volunteered by our f- fellow traveller today. Yeah. Um, was that Fight Club Pro have not learned and grown from any of the things that they have done wrong over the past couple of Mm. years. They have not identified any shortcomings and moved past them. No. They have just done the same thing, regardless of whether it's got bigger, regardless of whether they've got more people in that room, more eyes on them, Mm. regardless of whether there's more money involved. All they have done is the same thing, and in some ways, they've slid backwards. Yeah. So let's let's break it down. So timekeeping. Yeah. Um, the late finishes yeah. are an issue. Um, late fi- finishes are not necessarily an issue unless you give a finish time and don't stick to it. Yeah. So tonight they had said they were finishing at ten. Yeah. Uh, the show finished closer mm-hmm. to half past ten, yeah. which in and of itself isn't a massive difference. No, nope. but it is a problem for people who have got travel arrangements. And we saw a bunch of people have yeah. to leave during that main event or yeah. before because they've been told the show will be finished by ten. Yeah, you know, um, you know public transport is what it is. Yeah. Um, and not always particularly convenient. Yeah. So if you're doing an earlier show on a Saturday, you better finish that show early. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which, you know, they finished earlier than they normally do. Yeah. But they did not finish as early as they'd advertised. Yeah. Similarly, it wasn't clear what time the show started today. No. I think this may have been as much my problem as it was theirs. Yeah. I think if you, you if, I think if you'd have dug deep enough, you might have found this information. But they had put on their Facebook page and on the graphics for the show that it was a 5 p.m. start. Yeah. Uh, turns out that was when the meet and greet started, not yeah. when the show, not when the doors opened and not when the show started. Mm-hmm. So that to me is frustrating. Yeah. Like, because we got to Wolverhampton an hour before we needed to. Yeah. Um, I mean, we did get to see. Uh, some of lovely Wolverhampton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we had a, a nice meal in 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 fake Weatherspoons. Uh, it was uh, fine, yeah. Yeah, which is always good fake Weatherspoons because you get to eat the kind of Weatherspoonsy food um, without without the Brexit. Brexit. Yeah. yeah. Um, we got to walk around and find somewhere to buy an ice cream. Yeah, look, that's something Wolverhampton. Uh, no, do very no well. news agents. No, don't like news in Wolverhampton, do they? Yeah. Um, um, no off licenses or anything like that. No. Um, and then we walked past the closed sexy superstore. Yeah. Um, uh, so it's good to know where that is. They sell uh, official merchandise of uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently. I'm um, not sure what their opening times are, but I'm sure you can look that up. Yep. Um, although, actually, I'd have thought they would have been open on a Saturday at that yeah, time. Yeah, I would have thought so. Maybe so it's closed well. down. I don't know. I hope not. RIP sexy superstore. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so that's like one aspect of it. Yeah. Um, there's, and it's something that I have sort of harped on a lot is that there's just there's no storyline. No, there's no like sense that there's no sense of who the next challenger for Mark Davis is going to be. So we're just going to have a parade of you know imports who are going to have 
matches of varying quality, mm-hmm. but with inevitably a similar outcome. Yeah. So you've got your Jeff Cobbs, you've got your Pentagons. Um, I don't. Is it going to be Sammy Callahan tomorrow? I don't know. Like it's just like one after the other challenging. Yeah. And I mean, the, there's a market for that. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, the success of PWG, um, although that's waning a bit. Um, has shown that there is a market for that, but you you could do both. Yeah, and it's not what it's not what I'm looking for. No, like I want, I want to be taken along on the ride, and yeah. I want that. I want to think that I start again. I want to come back for the next show. Mm. Like I want to feel like the next show is. I'm anticipating it before they've announced anything. Because something on that show happened that I can't wait to see how it pays off on the next show. And never feel like that after a Fight Club show, ever. Well, I mean, the the way I sort of think about it is uh, we we went to Forbidden Planet today. Yeah. Um, You almost bought a cuddly Death Star. Yeah. Um, You did not. Um, It's a good price, though. Somebody's looking for... A Death Star-shaped cushion, a big round cushion. Yeah. Um, five pounds in that Forbidden Planet. Yeah. I think you still think you should have got it. Yeah, maybe I should have done. Yeah, I didn't know it was five pounds. Yeah, I, I was really thinking cheap. it was like twenty pounds. So. Yeah, no, I wasn't going to spend twenty pounds. It was only five pounds. It was oh, in, you should have got it. It was on offer. Yeah, I know. Maybe I should have done. Yeah. Um, but I think it's kind of we're we're in that bit of the Star Wars story, which is just the the Empire doing admin. Yeah. Well, no, it's like they're they're testing the stuff that's going to blow stuff up. Yeah. So we're like getting to see some cool explosions, but like ultimately it's not adding to the story at all. Yeah. Like, you know, the bit where they, uh, the stormtroopers pull, pull them over and, and Obi-Wan Kenobi has to say like, these aren't the droids you're looking for. We're just in the bit where they're just pulling loads of land speeders over. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, it's fine. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's, it's frustrating because you, you we we've got to see sort of like the rise of, you know, Travis Banks, and it mm. feels like that as like a golden period for Fight Club, and that they've never really recaptured that. And maybe mm. we're just at the wrong place. Maybe maybe that was never Fight Club's thing. Yeah, like it feels like Fight Club has always been. Yeah, we got we're just bringing some of these people in, and we're just going to throw well, them no, in some I matches. Think, I think before that, people people spoke about um, because I think. The, the storyline that I'd uh, just kind of finished and in um in a forced way because MK McKinnon had to kind of retire yeah. for a bit was that it, that was Nixon Knowles um sort of attempt to take the title. Right, okay. And being frustrated by um MK McKinnon's underlings. Okay. Um so that was what was happening when we first came in. Right, right, right. And then they they were doing the Travis Banks thing. So they have done it, um, but yeah, I, I mean, we've said it before, but we'd just like to see it come back a bit. We'd, we'd just like to see some storyline develop. I mean, there was nothing on the G-Man front tonight. Yeah. I mean, Timothy Thatcher wasn't there, so. But yeah. like, you know, like things like you've got the tag t- champions, like who are the challengers for those belts? Mm. Who are the, cha- who's the challenger for the, um, for the championship, for the world, Fight Club Pro World Championship? No one. There yeah. is no challenger. Like, who even are the top singles guys in Fight Club Pro? I couldn't really tell you. No. Like, beyond the Schadenfreude guys, who are the only people that get put in singles matches regularly, 
like I couldn't tell you who the top stars are because it's just a revolving door of like people mm. like Travis Banks, like Jordan Devlin, that just kind of come in, do a couple of spots, yeah, go back out again. I'd like to see stuff done further down as well. Like that, I mean, she's she's off at the moment um, in uh, that Japan, mm-hmm. um, but Millie McKenzie is one of the kind of the hottest young stars in Britress. Um, and although they haven't got a kind of a junior title, mm. um, where where are the parade of people coming for Millie McKenzie? Do you know what I mean? It's like you can you can bring in like the the uh, sort of young talent, and it doesn't have well, to be women, you know. I mean, the the, the, the women were notable by their absence mm-hmm. on this show, so that's another thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's like it's an inconsistency with their sort of way they present women on their shows. Yeah. Um, they keep moving the layout. <laughs> well, I mean that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um, that that venue is definitely a work in progress. But I mean, they, the, the, I mean, it's notable for the venue is like the drinks prices, two pound fifty, like, just for slowly a can of diet coke creeping up. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like a uh, like a friendly venue owned by the promotion, does it? It feels like you're no. being gouged. Um, I, I went to the bar and I bought uh, our friend John a drink along our side myself. And at no point when you buy someone a drink should they have to feel, oh, I'll give you something towards that. Well, this is the thing. You asked me if I wanted one. Yeah. And I said no because I was like, I don't want somebody to go and buy me a drink, with a can of Coke for £2.50. Yeah. I feel bad. Um, uh, just one, one last thing, because this has kind of just turned into a bit of a ramble. A general moan. Um, like, who is their ring announcer? Yeah. Like, just just pick somebody and go with it. Like, stop shuffling these people around. Well, I mean, that was one of the, the things about Fight Club Pro. The, the very first Fight Club Pro show we went to, um, he wasn't there. Um, but after that, uh, Matt Taylor-Richards, um, and he had been previously, I think, the voice of Fight Club Pro. So it was kind of that thing that we like um, where shows are hosted. Yeah. Uh, and you kind of get, you know, it's a, a nice feeling. And then Matt Taylor-Richards had to kind of step away. And since then, they've revolved uh joe mezinger um is that the name he uses i don't know. lk mezinger lk mezinger um and fraser thomas yeah um as their ring announcers uh matt taylor richards was back for night one yeah because they had some dragon gate guys on yeah so he loves he the dragon gate guys them, doesn't yeah. he? um but it was back to functional fraser thomas tonight yeah who did a, okay. a fair job so here's the thing is that both he and um, Fat Cat um, do perfectly fine jobs, but they are not allowed to show an ounce of personality. No. They're just out there. They might as well be Andy Quilden. Like, (laughs) they might as well be not Andy Quilden, who does the ring announcing for Rev Pro now. Like, they might as well just be any old schlub out there. It might as well be Siri. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Might as well be. Like, it's just... I don't know. It's just like just because they're in there with black skinny jeans on doesn't mean that anything like they add anything to the show. No. Um I don't know. I like Fight Club. I like seeing matches like Osprey and Ray Phoenix. I'm not going to see anywhere else. 
But at the moment, I feel like that's all I'm getting from it. Yeah. Like I like the I like the Schadenfreude act, but they need a storyline. Yeah. To grow into something bigger, and if if Brooks and the lads are are fine with just selling some t-shirts, which I don't begrudge them for one second, then that's great. But like that whole thing could like it was hot, like yeah. it was really hot, and if Fight Club had managed it better, it could have brought everybody up. But what have we got right now? We've got. Basically, Schadenfreude and Dan Maloney with a fucking whisk. (laughs) (laughs) And that is it. Yeah. Because besties in the world, they're not going to be around every single show, are they? Like, they'll probably lose that by the end of May. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I felt like that was really harsh. I felt like I got really negative at the end there. Well, sometimes... But I I just want things to be better. And it's like how I felt about talking about progress in the past. Like, honestly, the way I'm feeling about this now is kind of the way I felt about progress at one point. It's like, yeah, I'm enjoying the shows. Like, I'm enjoying some of the matches. But I'm not feeling invested in the product as a whole. Yeah. And I don't want to come to the end of this year feel like, do you know what? I might not renew my season ticket. Yeah. As affordable as it is in the great scheme of things, and as guaranteed as I am to get two really good matches every card. Yeah, at least, yeah. Um, maybe, maybe it's not something that I need anymore. I don't want that. Yeah. I want to feel like it's essential. I want to feel like I'm getting more than just this is a dream match. Watch the boys flip. Like, I want to feel like I'm invested in the characters. Do you know what I want? I want some DDT wrestlers. (laughs) Do you remember when Fight Club Pro announced that they'd got a deal with DDT? Yeah. It's like Pete Townsend's book. I don't think we're ever going to see it emerge, (laughs) that partnership. On Uh, that note, um, I enjoyed the show. Yeah. Um, First half, a lot better than the second half. Yeah. Um, was a bit unbalanced. Um, but I enjoyed the show. It's our first live show in a month. Yeah. Um, you know, I've I've got a couple next week you haven't got. We I mean you may make a cameo at one of them, maybe. <laughs> well, I don't know whether it counts as a cameo. <laughs> what, it being... would just be me going to watch it. Yeah. Um, um but we'll we'll have some shows coming up. In fact, we mentioned earlier, um we'll we'll be at a progress show. We'll, yeah, we'll we are going to go to the first night of Super. Well, I'm going to all three nights. Yeah, you'll be in your pen yeah. for all three nights. Uh, Joe Atherton is hassling me. He really wants to do the podcast. Right. Um, oh, fuck it. Let's let him. Well, it's not a case of let's let him. It's a case of me having to take the gear with me. Um, I guess, yeah. So we'll see how I feel. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we'll probably talk about that at some point. Yeah. Um. And, you know, maybe we'll do a podcast next weekend if we can find the time. Yeah. If you want to talk about some of the stuff you go into. Yeah. Um, But otherwise, it is now 44 minutes past midnight. I'm officially 127 years old. (laughs) And um, on that note, I'm going to bid you adieu. I'm not going to do all the social media stuff. No, just go on the the Facebook group. Oh, you did it, you idiot. You've got to do it. Go to bed. Joy, we had 
Thank you.